So in talk about both of you were also in track earlier before focusing more on soccer. <laughs> what were your events? You're laughing. Yeah, yeah it was a long time <laughs> ago, but yeah, it was so much fun. Um, I did the long jump and the four by one, my favorite events. Um, I couldn't do it after my sophomore year because of soccer, but um, definitely really loved doing track. Um, and it was fun to like have new teammates and um, do something besides soccer. So yeah, it was really fun. Yeah. Yeah, it was Morgan, what were your events? Oh, I'm so I'm Megan. Um, my oh, events... Megan, my, yeah, my bad. No, it's okay. Yeah, similar names. Um, so I was, I actually kind of took after Morgan a little bit because I played long jump, um, ran long jump too. And then I also ran the 100 and 200. So I didn't play very or run it very long either just because of soccer. But it was definitely a really fun experience um, running track. Right on. And for the record, I messed up the name because it's displayed where Morgan's on your oh, side. Oh, yes. I would never, I would never, I would never. <laughs> yeah, but that's. Um, I, I ran track in junior high and I remember they would always say, oh, be in track to get in shape for soccer. And so, and I remember being, I think it was when I was running the mile in seventh grade, I had this realization. I was like, I like running, but I don't care about racing to do it. <laughs> like I just want to go <laughs> run. So yeah, you guys, well, in playing between playing high school and club, I mean, that's just a lot of commitment, right? It's year round basically. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And we were both on varsity track too. So that was also kind of, it was a lot being on like very, cause our high school is like also has a lot of really good athletes there. So we were running with really, really good people. So it honestly, it was fun while it lasted, but it did get to be a lot when you had to kind of focus on soccer a little bit more. Yeah. Well, I've been to your high school. I'm sure it was for a speech meet, not for a soccer game, but, um, <laughs> And I remember them telling us that it's a mile around. So like the track team would like run around it <laughs> because it's a mile. Yeah. Yeah. Our high school is pretty big. I think it's like the high school itself is a quarter of a mile long. So yeah, it's uh, huge. Yeah. Well, good cardio. Talk about, so you're playing, I mean, obviously part of like trimming into doing soccer focus is because you're looking to the future of being recruited and everything like that. So talk about when that started for each of you. When do you remember when was the first time a coach or someone reached out to you? I think the first time I started um, my recruiting process was probably um, I think in eighth grade, I started like going to ID camps just to, um, you know, check out the school and try to get a feel for what I was interested in. And then I think I, started um, contacting college coaches probably when I was a freshman. And then I really got into um, like seriously looking at schools when I was um, a sophomore, probably towards the end of my sophomore year. Um, and then I committed to DePaul um, July before my junior year. Okay. How about you, Megan? When did it start for you? Yeah, I would say I'm a very similar path with her to um, going to like ID camps, definitely going to a lot of just like tournaments out of town, like through ECNL, National League, stuff like that. A lot of those big showcases get you a lot of college attention. I would say really at a young age, kind of starting that recruiting process of like eighth grade, ninth grade, like freshman year really starts to kind of get higher and higher. And then sophomore year is probably like the biggest of like talking to coaches, reaching out, kind of everyone around you starting to commit. So you're kind of feeling those pressures. And um, I committed, verbally committed to DePaul my sophomore year in May. Wow. Yeah, yeah, no, it's really, I mean, it's kind of, it, it's with any player we talk to, but it's just really hard. For, I think everyone can relate to how bizarre that is because no one else is making real choices about their 22 year old self, you know, when they're uh, 15 years old. Yeah. And what was it about, talk about um, 
you know, you all are, you're kind of like a little mini pathway with your former coach being from Wayzata too. I don't know. Was that something, Morgan, were you the first player to go to DePaul with Aaron from Wayzata or was that something that was established? Cause I'm sure Megan, that kind of made an impact on you, like looking at her there. Yeah, I think, um, I think there was a player a few years before me who had already gone to DePaul and graduated, um, maybe played with some of the girls who I played with. Um, Liz Endy um, went to Minnetonka and she was a senior when I was a freshman. And so like, I had like heard of DePaul because I knew she had, she was, um, I think she was like Miss Soccer uh, my freshman year. So like I heard her name and like I had heard, you know, DePaul's name. Um, but yeah, and then definitely when I was being recruited, um, like talking to Erin, like obviously she went to Izetta too and like played for actually Tony, our high school coach. Um, so that was a pretty cool. Oh, wow. <laughs> That is really, yeah, well, then it is really a sorority fraternity situation. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> he's been there. Uh, we don't have to age Aaron, but yeah, he's been there a long time. That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and talk about like visiting DePaul. It's a cool, it's a unique um, campus, like the U, how it's really urban. It's right, you know, near like downtown Chicago, near kind of, you know, like not too far from what like the Navy Pier and touristy places too. So talk about like visiting it and what, what made you like the program or was it more about the coach and the field side of the things? Um, I think it kind of had an impact all of those things um, equally in a way. I would say personally, when I first kind of went and saw the campus. I didn't really, I didn't know much about DePaul. I knew um, based on like Morgan going there and stuff and thinking that was really cool. But when I did finally actually get down to the campus, I just fell in love with it. I loved Lincoln Park and I love how it's not ex like right in the city, like where like there's high buildings everywhere, but it's like right on the outside. So you're still getting like that kind of urban feel. Um, mm -hmm. And I also, I kind of knew too that I wanted to go out of state. So Chicago is kind of Midwest area staying in that Midwest place so it wasn't too far from home but like definitely a good distance and yeah definitely the there's so many things around Chicago that you can go to like you can walk to new places every single day like there's really fun things to do all the time good places to eat access to the beach a lot like we it's we're never bored let's just say down here it's Chicago's amazing yeah <laughs> I looked, I was doing some looking on Google Earth, Google Maps, so I could get a sense of what, because I've been to Chicago, but I didn't, I, I knew DePaul was in the city, but yeah, it's, I can't imagine the contrast being in Wyzetta. It's about as suburban, you know, like sprawled out um, as it gets, right? Yeah, that yeah. would be, yeah. You can tell, like looking at pictures of the stadium too, I really liked it. Like I saw how, you know, like the L train goes by it and you, they said, can you feel it? Do you hear, or like, does it rumble or what? Definitely. Um, like, you know, it's my like every few minutes or so. So, you know, sometimes like our coaches are talking, we can't really hear them because it's really loud. But it's, so, it's really cool. And like, you know, there's like always like people on the platform and like, um, and, like they're waiting for the train. They're like watching us practice. Um, but yeah, it's definitely like a very unique and like um, distinctive like environment. Um, and like, it's so much fun. So yeah. yeah. I saw there's like big apartments on one side or something and I saw like one of them has a mural that's probably like 10 20 stories tall it's like it just is a cool it's a cool field yeah it made me want to visit for sure yeah I'm gonna I'm gonna take a break here and give a shout out to our um, sponsor Pence Homes so this week's episode is brought to you by Pence Homes Pence Homes is a real estate team with Keller Williams Matt personally has experience working with Nate and Lydia when he sold this house and bought a new one this last fall 
I also live in a Pence home here, facilitated by their agent, Lydia. Uh, Nate's been a supporter of the local soccer community, including as an owner of Minnesota women's soccer team. We also enjoyed working with one of their preferred lenders, Angie Shearer and Luminant Financing. If you guys have house questions, whether selling, buying, need a furnace or flooring person, shoot them a message over at Pence Homes. So there's me trying to be a broadcaster for our wonderful sponsors. So um, it was cool. Yeah. So thanks for sharing about how you kind of got to um, DePaul. Next, I kind of wanted to ask, you know, how this last year was for you all. So you did get, you did get to play a little bit, um, but it was just obviously a really weird situation for everyone, especially athletes trying to do what they love when, you know, you had a really weird uncertainty and delay. Talk about maybe just, you know, some of the challenges of it early on or how you guys coped as a team. Yeah, I would say it definitely was hard with COVID and having to wear masks. Um, one of the big things is definitely wearing masks while we were training. Um, I think that was definitely something really hard to kind of get used to and wrap our head around, especially since our field's outside. So we're like, oh my gosh, we're outside and we're still wearing masks. So that was definitely hard. And just the uncertainty was really hard. I mean, it was hard for everyone in the world, of course, but um, uncertainty with our season and stuff like that. But we definitely did come together and like took each practice as if we would have a game um, and played like that. And that's how we kind of got through it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Is there any, I, I kind of ask, I mean, I think, you know, I think it builds some resiliency, maybe not for a good reason, but like, is there anything you, that, that, you know, the strength takes as a team after that, you know, does it bond you because you're going through it together? You know, what, how do you, because it's, you know, being an athlete, you're trying to kind of take progress forward and think like, what can we do? You know, how is it a positive? Is there any, any sense of that as you move into a little more normalcy? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think, you know, there's so many challenges with COVID, and I think one of the biggest ones is actually just not being able to like see each other outside of soccer because um, we're not allowed to like, you know, do the team bonding or it's like, you know, mm -hmm. kind of because if someone gets COVID, then obviously then everyone has to quarantine and um, it can really um, interfere with our season. So I think something that also has really helped us is like we were also like excited to do team events this year. And I think that really helped with like our yeah. team bonding chemistry. Yeah, it made everybody appreciate, yeah, their friends and people more. We're like, oh, yeah, I, did, I do really miss seeing those people, yeah. <laughs> you know, because it gets a little tight. You guys are on the bus together all the time, but then it's like, oh, no, this is something I really miss. For um, sure. And you also had a coaching change, right? So a Minnesota connection. Um, the world is very small, apparently, because this is all really circular, yeah. circular connection. <laughs> um, but so Aaron left, you know, t talk about that. I know that the new team is largely like some folks who were there before, right? But talk about, you know, finding out that she was leaving and just what, you know, how that how that went for you. Yeah, I mean, we, I think, found out that Aaron was leaving, like, the last day of school for us, which was, like, the end of, or middle of June. Um, and so, you know, we're really sad to see Aaron leave, um, but also just really happy for her because, you know, she gets to coach at her alma mater um, and live in Minnesota again, which I know she's super excited about. Um, and our new head coach is uh, Michelle O'Brien, and she was our assistant coach, and she's been at DePaul for, like, 12 or 13 years now, I think. Um, and so, you know, we've all played for her. I played for, for four years already. So like, I know her super well and, um, yeah, it's, it's been, it's been really great. Um, I'm, it's been nice that like we had two of our staff, you know, Michelle and Rachel stay. Um, so, you know, it was like a smooth transition. 
Um, and yeah, so I think, you know, we're super happy for Aaron and also just super happy for Michelle that she gets to be our head coach now too. So, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, that's, I mean, it's nice to see when someone's, you know, committing to the program and like stays long-term, you know, that it pays off because it, it makes, I think players, staff, you know, fans, everybody sees that there's like, you know, intention and values and what they're doing maybe. So that's nice to see. Um, yeah. I have a couple of Aaron Chastain questions for you because we, you know, my brother covers the Gophers kind of as a beat. And so he's, it's, as the new coach, he's always wanting to find out more information. So I'm sure he's using me to see what he can (laughs) loot out about Aaron. But my first question is, did you ever meet Brandy Chastain? Did she ever come? Did you meet her? I know, never, unfortunately. That is a bummer. I mean, she's a coach, I think. Like, she coaches, she coached Santa Clara. Matt, I, Matt would know. But yeah, so that it's, I mean, that's so disappointing. I'm sorry that you didn't get to yeah. meet her. Yeah. Someday. I wish. <laughs> well, I'm, because when she, when Aaron was hired as the coach, um, it, like, my brother was obsessed with knowing who the new coach was. And he, he never once said, like, Aaron Chastain, by the way. And, like, I'm like, how do you – and I had to find out because um, Brandy Chastain tweeted, like, that gopher soccer thing of, like, so pumped to support this team. I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'm hoping that she'll make it up to a gopher game um, here in uh, St. Paul for sure. Um, and talk about – I also know, I know, like, when the new players – or the Gopher players knew they were getting a new coach, and some of them obviously know you. And I know, like, Matt was saying, they were, like, reaching out to be, like, to ask about the coach, to find out things. Like, do you remember what types of things they asked you? You don't have to share everything, obviously. But, like, do you remember what they were – what they are asking about Aaron and what you told them? They were mainly, I would say, just kind of like, oh, my gosh, like – your coach is now my coach I think they're like mainly shook of like wow like so tell me tell me more about kind of like their playing style or um running like that was definitely a big one like what's the (laughs) fitness type of level like how like what are the priorities with that Uh yeah just like like questions but I would say like more soccer related of like what kind of coach they are and um like what drills they do or like some of the questions too they're like they were kind of comparing their old Minnesota coach, like Steph, to like, um, yeah, now Aaron. So they were kind of like, for tryouts, like, are we, not tryouts, sorry, preseason, they were like, are we going to have to do like skills tests, like with juggling and like all these uh-huh. type of things? And I was kind of like, no, like, we don't do any of those. I was like, the beep test, like, make sure you can pass the beep test, like 17 1, that's our standard, the gold standard. Um, and yeah, we don't do all like these crazy little tests like that. It's kind of like, play get out there and like really prove yourself the beat yeah so i mean yeah that makes sense they would be asking like what's preseason like like what yeah the beep like is the and i don't know i've never done a beep test i think i tell matt it'd be funny it'd be hilarious to watch you to go do one now because i have been (laughs) but 17.1 is that so does she have compared to other coaches do they have a higher standard of what they expect you to be able to get and like is it the same with your new squad yeah, I'd say it's pretty typical. I know of a fair number of schools that have the same tests and the same standards, so we have the same still. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm to get the 17-1 this year, so, <laughs> yeah. What happens if you don't get it? Can you not roster it? Will they not, like, dress you if you haven't made it? Um, No, we just did, like, some extra running um, if you couldn't pass. So we had, like, an additional fitness test afterwards. 
Okay, right on. And did she ever, the one thing I know, um, Matt was talking to the three three freshman gophers and they said one thing about Aaron and, and her staff is that they're just all super fit. Like they were like, I think they could come play with us. Like, did Aaron ever train with you? Did you see her do some stuff on the field? Personally, I never yeah. did. I mean, like she would hit like passes to kind of like demonstrate a couple of things, but no, I would say our like coaches that we have now, though Rachel and Michelle, they would play with us sometimes, and that was always really fun. Um, so yeah, we do we did kind of have that, but I never played with Aaron no, like out on the field. Uh, they well she, that way, you know, it's smart because she can just say how she was. You know, you can just say that, you know I would be doing this, but you don't have to. You know, you don't need to show anybody. Yeah, that's well, and honestly with the way the college rosters are, I mean, sometimes they aren't big. I mean, so in order, it, you can't do 11 v 11 sometimes if you have like players out and stuff. So it wouldn't, you know, it wouldn't be the weirdest thing to have to have players jump in for sure. Yeah. So what's different? I mean, is there, obviously it's a continuation of the same group. Is there anything that stands out of being different with your new, with your new coach this year? Um, we've been trying out different formations. We did a 3-5-2 at the beginning of this year, which I've never done in college. Um, so that was kind of fun. Um, yeah, I mean, it's not too different, honestly. Um, I'm just, there's some changes. But um, we also have a lot of new players. We have four freshmen, three transfers, who um, have all been contributing, which has been really awesome. Um, so I think we've all just been learning to be on the same page, um, especially when we're attacking. So, Yeah, definitely. And what I – so in terms of this season, I mean, you came in, you were picked ninth. I don't know if that puts a chip on your shoulder in the preseason coaches poll. What do they know? But talk about what your goals are for the season kind of as a team. You know, is it, do you pick a goal of how many wins you get? Or is it more, you know, in depth than that in terms of like building the program forward? Yeah, um, I would say we have a lot of goals. Um, we do actually have this kind of like whiteboard, like, um, huge cutout poster and it's just shows like all of our goals that we have for the season like we want to try to get a certain number of goals like in conference play we want to get like a certain amount of like winning 50 50 balls or not getting scored on off of set pieces we have a lot of different like we have kind of base goals it's all in triangle and then we kind of go up and like our top goal is like get like winning the big east and like getting to ncaa tournament like all of those things so we kind of have like those foundation goals where like we're really trying to focus on and then kind of goes up from there but um i would say right now we're kind of just focusing on like getting ready for our first big east conference game this sunday and kind of just taking each game day by day mm. it is a bit i mean with with the way college soccer works i mean it of course it helps to win your non-conference games, but it does, you know, the focus does really become, you know, the conference schedule. So it is, you know, you all, I think, are you three, five, and one or something like, you know, so far? Is that it? Or three and five? Three and four, I think. Three but... and four. I don't need to tack on that extra extra <laughs> loss to you. But so, you know, but then you get to kind of wipe the slate clean going into the conference season. And obviously, is it the top six makes a conference tournament? So that's kind of the bottom line goal, of course, right? Absolutely. Um, the Big East is super competitive. Um, so we definitely like cover, um, we have high goals. We want to, you know, make the Big East championship. And so I think, yeah, we're definitely just super focused on conference. Feels like a clean slate to us. So we're just really excited to get started. Mm -hmm. What's your, who's your favorite 
I saw what like in just you know in looking up the, like, who was like favored early. I saw like Georgetown was the unanimous pick for number one. So I'm wondering like is is it your favorite place to go play like to try and knock off you know that top team or where I'm curious where you like to go play most or who you like to play against in your conference. Yeah, Georgetown's always a fun game. My junior year, we actually beat them in overtime um, and they were ranked at the time. So that was super fun. Definitely probably my favorite game I've played to Paul. Um, so Georgetown's really fun to play. Um, we're going to St. John's this weekend, which is in New York, which is kind of fun. Um, I mean, every game is, you know, every every big U school is in like a fun location kind of. So I guess it's kind of, it's always fun to travel. So yeah. What's your, yeah, like, it, well, because I was also going to ask, because I know you're traveling so much, like, you all, you don't have to go, I mean, there other Western conferences might be worse, but I mean, you do have to get to the East Coast a lot, and so I was curious, too, like, how it's different of your favorite place to play, like, a game, versus, like, what's your favorite road trip? Because, like, going to, is it New York? Because you get to go to New York, like, what are the players, or is there one where you get to fly and stay over, you know, like, what's the favorite road trip? I mean, I personally have never been to New York, so I'm really excited this weekend to be going down there. Um, and we're flying, so that's always fun. I would say also now that we're going to Georgetown, like going to DC is just really cool. Like East Coast, I would say, is just a really fun place to go to, um, just because we're kind of in the Midwest. Um, so yeah, I think honestly, everywhere we go is really fun. Yeah. Nice. Well, no, okay. Didn't no no rivals to trash in terms of saying I don't want to go to yeah, <laughs> like you know maybe you don't want to drive to Omaha all the time like the teams in the Summit League. I don't know. Uh, talk about playing. I mean, you you all were playing in high school, and obviously tons of uncovering. I'm trying to cover all the D1 women playing uh, across the country, and we have like over a hundred and. 20 or 30 so I know you're playing like old rivals from club and ECNL or like in high school talk about that like how many how often you match up with former teammates or former rivals and kind of what any like funny interactions with that it doesn't happen too often but we just play Northwestern and two of our high school teammates actually in Megan's class um play at Northwestern currently so that was really fun um I know of girls who um you know play at like Loyola Butler um I, we just played Michigan. Meredith Hawkinson plays on the team, so that was really fun to see her because I'd never been to Michigan and um, we played together in club in high school. So it, it kind of feels like full circle to me, I guess, that I get to play my teammates. Um, my sophomore year went to Minnesota, which is also super fun. So, yeah, I played a few of my teammates. Yeah, I would definitely say and- a lot of teammates too. Oh, sorry. Uh, the, the video just caught up. It was okay. But, um, <laughs> I was going to ask you, Morgan, specifically, is the, is the timing off? Can you hear me? You're good now. Yep. Okay. <laughs> we got it. Look, we're learning a lot of things about uh, our technology on the stream today. <laughs> but I wanted to ask you, Morgan, about your sister playing because, she, wait, like, she is she still at Loyola or she was last year? Did you get – were you matched up? Yeah, so she only played last year, and we actually didn't get to play each other last year, which is kind of a bummer. Um, <laughs> so – um, not this year, but um, yeah, she's still at Loyola, and I get to see her all the time, which is really awesome. That was cool. That's mm-hmm. great. I thought that'd be pretty intense. Like, yeah, I don't, I can't remember having to play my brother in a mm-hmm. in <laughs> So now I want to do a little bit of. You guys have known each other for a long time, so I thought it'd be fun. I'm going to ask each of you questions to answer for the other one, because <laughs> I think I think it'll be. 
I think it'll be better answers. This is what, you know, like the U.S. Women's National Team makes content like this all the time where they like have, see how good of friends Rose Lavelle and Sam U.S. are. <laughs> so speaking of that, so um, I'll ask, so we'll go first. Um, Morgan, I'll ask you about Megan. Who do you think her favorite Women's National Team player is or who do you think like she plays like? Ooh, that's a tough one. Um... I feel like Megan's kind of like Tara Davidson because she's very composed and makes very good decisions on the ball. Um, I don't know who her favorite player is, but if I had to take one person, I think I would say Tara Davidson. <laughs> who is your favorite, Megan? It's Juilliard. Oh. Yeah, I mean, she's been she's been wrecking the the center of the defense for a long time. Yeah, so she, it's tough not to like her. Who is your and now you answer for Morgan, Megan? Who do you think her favorite player is? Oh. Or um or what she a lot of forwards there's a lot I of goal scorers a lot of forwards. forwards i wanna yes okay i'm gonna go with kristen press <laughs> mm -hmm. just because i mean i would say morgue's play so like she's always there for the ball you can always trust her with it she's willing to take opportunities go down the line put her body on the life and she's just such a trusted teammate too so mm -hmm. i would say kristen press Shaq is my favorite, so um, yes. Megan got it right. <laughs> she's the best. She's so good. Yeah, she's so poised, and it's like she's so smooth, like the way she moves with the ball. It's just like, yeah, she glides around. She's really good. Um, yeah. All right, so Morgan, what's Megan's major? Psychology. Is she right? I didn't do some of these. I, I only trust the website so much. Yeah. Megan, do you know, what's Morgan's major? Oh, Morgan was a poli sci major undergrad, and now she's in graduate school for public policy. Yes. 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 Right on. Morgan, what do you, what do you, I used to work in Congress a long time ago before this hair. What are you, what are you interested in doing with that, Morgan? Um, I'm interested in a lot of things that I'm not quite sure what I want to do, but I would really love to work for like an international organization. Um, like United Nations would probably be like my dream job. So I don't really know, but I'd love to travel. So we'll see what happens after season ends. <laughs> That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe, you know, you can find some country where you can do that and you're playing, you know, in some league or something, you know, you could find, make it work. Um, what okay so then well i mean that's kind of in line so megan what would morgan say she wants to be when she grows up she kind of gave it away because we actually talked about it i mean so yes that but all i know is with morgan she wants to travel yeah. so i think just in any way of traveling making a difference like she loves helping people um using her voice to do that so yeah i would as long as she can travel she's good <laughs> right yeah <laughs> you must be cooped up after this last year yeah um, how about, yeah, and Morgan, what would Megan want to be when she grows up? I don't know if I know what Megan wants to, but I don't know if Megan knows what she wants to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. That's just fine. And That's Megan just fine. She's very smart and um, is very good at working with people. So she, she'll be successful in whatever she chooses. <laughs> Nice. See, look, this is a way better way to interview. I mean, you guys are giving these amazing answers about each other. <laughs> so, how would you describe um, Megan in terms of describing Morgan's role on the team? How do like what does she do for the team, and um, like what role does she play within the squad? I think that now that her being captain for the second year has been a huge difference. Of like, she's a huge leader on the field. She she's the person that we kind of go to and look to of like. 
the voice for a team because she's I mean she's a fifth year like she's been here in the program like the longest for and so she's been through it she knows the drills she knows like the losses wins all of them so we definitely look to her to like kind of go for just advice in general and I would say on the field like Morgs is definitely just a presence of like She's going to drive to the goal. She's going to make some amazing shot that just was beautiful. And she takes amazing touches down the line and can pull um, the defenders in. So, yeah, I think just overall, just an amazing play to play against. <laughs> and, yeah, how does she, does she help you in training? Because you're, you're, do you train against, like, training to defend her? Yes, I would say that's another huge one. She is probably the forward that I despise most training against, but in yeah. the way it's also, like, the best way to get me better so yeah our sometimes our coaches will match us up and then we'll be playing against each other and we're kind of like all right like here we go we're making each other better so yeah. it Definitely. sucks when it's your teammate though i was i was a defender growing up and it's like if you're practicing against your good players it's like you can't like hack them up you know like if you would in a real game so then they can really get around you you know yeah yeah but, and Morgan, how would you define uh, describe Megan's role on the team, and especially feels like this year really um, like taking on a prominent like surefire starter role? Yeah, for sure. I mean, I think Megan's been a leader. I mean, on the team in general, but especially on the back line and like just setting the tone like every day, like in practice and in games, like um, blowing up her tackles and making like all the right decisions, um, being super composed on the ball, which is what we needed, especially when we had like a three-five-two and Megan's like center back. Um, and so, yeah, like, and it's paying off. She got the East Defensive Player of the Week a few weeks ago, which is super awesome. Um, and so, yeah, like, I think just setting the tone, especially, and um, just leading the team from the back has been um, my control this year, for sure. Did you guys get it the same week? Did you get offensive that week? Yeah. <laughs> so cute. Wow. The soccer world's really keeping you all connected. <laughs> What if okay? So Megan, what would you say Morgan's favorite part about Chicago? Favorite place or favorite thing about Chicago? I'm gonna go with any coffee shop, but I'm gonna specifically say Phil's. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Is that is it close to campus? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and so what? What would you say, Morgan? What's Megan's favorite thing about Chicago? Favorite thing or place? Favorite thing. I know you like the lake. Yep, that's right. Is that right? <laughs> yeah. The lake. Hard to, hard to beat, yeah. I lived in Duluth a lot of the last, like, 12 years, and it's, yeah, I really liked being close to the big lake. It was very cool, yeah. Do you ever, do you go swimming it, Megan? Not often. I mean, it gets kind of wavy, and it's, like, really cold a lot, too, but I, I love just, like, walking around the lake or, like, going down by the city. It's, yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, yeah. It's, it must be a selling point. And, and like, I think what, like, Yo- Loyola is, like, actually on the water, isn't it? Yeah. And North, I mean, Northwestern up in, like, that's, you know, that's on the water, too. That'd be great. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm really, I, I'm really interested in name, image, and likeness um, rules. Like, the athletes are able to have this possibility now. And I'm curious, you know, like, we're seeing the big money in, like, college football and some other stuff. But, you know, I'm really interested to see how it develops for other people because, it could be as simple as like an Instagram ad or like free training gear. So I'm curious, like, or it could be like some local place, like, you know, maybe Morgan wants, gets a deal to promote the coffee shop and then she gets free coffee. So like if for each of you, like Morgan, if you were to guess, like for Megan, if she got, so if you were like, oh, what? Megan got a name, image and likeness deal, what would it be? What do you Ooh, think it would be? 
a good one. That is a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I feel Which, like by the way, both of you, we pay all our guests. So I'm going to make sure you send me your Venmo and Cash App. So technically, this is your first name, image, and likeness deal because we're we thank our supporters and sponsors because we're excited that we get to do that. But what do you? Yeah, if she were to get something, what do you think? I feel like Megan could be like a Lululemon, like. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, I would say like Lululemon. Take mm -hmm. that for sure. Yeah, make it happen. Look, we're putting it out right now. Get those DMs going. Just yeah, shameless. Do it up. How about yeah, Megan? What do you think Morgan's would be? I mean, I would love her to get Phil's, like, or just Phil. any coffee shop, <laughs> like Starbucks, if they wanted to come sponsor. I feel like a local coffee shop, it's like, if you, I don't know, it's like, I don't know, I don't use Instagram that well or care about it that much, but like, if you have a thousand followers or something and said, can I get free coffee? <laughs> if I post about it, yeah, they might do it. Yeah. yeah I'm just trying to, you know, yeah. Have, do you, do you talk to any other, I know athletes usually know other athletes, you know, and I'm sure like if anyone was getting money, you know, like Gable Stevenson at the U, got, his is the craziest. He got to deal with like WWE because he was the Olympic champion. But like, are you hearing about anything of like basketball players or other athletes getting deals like that? Um, Not really. I mean, no one really on our soccer team has like gotten any deals, I don't think. Besides like, I guess. Yeah. But I mean, we've had like one, she kind of, sponsors like an energy drink like just like small things i would say for soccer but um i think maybe just we need a little bit more time um for like basketball to start getting bigger deals maybe because i feel like they're mm -hmm. probably the main team that's probably going to get some bigger ones but right. yeah I, don't know. I would say i haven't heard of like too many around for yeah. us in the athletic department yeah i think oh, just years it'll be like super cool for you know athletes to have that opportunity for sure but as of right now there's not too many yeah, yeah. well i just know it's you know with people just on the social media basis like number one and i know obviously there's also just entrepreneurial you know like business student type players but yeah i do feel like the way people grow up now I'm, I'm not saying not me i'm 33 years old but like people just have an idea to build a brand anyway and so this actually is like oh you could see why and for what you know so like i'm sure you know it'll become more regular for athletes so that's why we tend to talk about it because i like you know we we want that money to trickle into women's soccer so definitely um, yeah <laughs> Okay, now this is this is maybe a one-sided question, but I'm going to ask anyway. So I want Megan. So Morgan has four goals right now, and she, they're just you're about to start conference season. How many goals do you think Morgan's going to end with? Oh, <laughs> let's see. I'm calculating how many games. I'm going to go with seven. Okay. Yep. All right. <laughs> like that's an under Morgan. Yeah. <laughs> You mean seven more or seven total? Seven more. Oh, okay. I thought, see, yeah. yeah. No. <laughs> I thought she was like, I thought she was shading you more. I thought she was saying seven total. I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> yeah, I want to flip it. Morgan, I don't know. Megan, have you ever scored a goal in college? No, I haven't. Did you, did you ever score in high school? Yeah, I did. Nice. I, so, I, I mean, Morgan, what do you, how many goals do you think Megan's going to end up with this year? Ooh, I can definitely see her scoring a couple. <laughs> definitely getting a bunch of... Do you go up on corners? Oh. <laughs> what? Do you go up on corners? Do you? No, but no, so no. I take the set play, so I'm not yeah. normally in oh. them. 
Yeah. Do you get? Have you gotten any assists then? That's cool as a defender. Not yet. Not yet. Close ones. Yeah, I got finish a couple. It. Morgan, you got to finish it. You got to finish it. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll get one together. Yeah, we're manifesting one for next game. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be great. That'd be great. So now, I mean, I, I have a question, a couple of questions, Chicago questions for both of you to wrap this up. And, you know, I waited till the end in case Chicago people come for you, but are you, are you in for deep dish or not? Do you like deep dish or traditional when you have like pizza now? Chicago deep dish. There's yes. nothing, nothing beats it. So <laughs> yeah. I'll be honest. Cause you know, deep dish to me is kind of like lasagna. And so I might just rather have lasagna, but I'm, I'll say it. I'll say it myself. You don't have to. I think the deep dish when you're in Chicago, mm-hmm. but right. deep dish anywhere else, not so much. Yeah. Agreed. I think that's fair. I think, yeah, I'm sure Chicago, they, that's what the true Chicagoan would probably say. So yeah. I pre- and, and then, I mean, I would say, yeah, where's your favorite place? I don't know if you like them or not, but I like, I love a Chicago dog. Do you guys have a favorite place? Is there like a street vendor, right? Like, is there a place you go to get dogs? Portillo's. Yeah. Not, I would say not any that I like know specifically close to us. Yeah. Do you get everything on them? What's, what's the best Chicago dog? Ooh, I don't really get them that I'm not often. a huge hot dog person. Not a real, it's not a real uh, athlete uh, meal. <laughs> no, no. Especially not in school. I don't, <laughs> I'm sure the, yeah, I'm sure the staff isn't, isn't promoting that as the, as the meal. Yeah. But you never know. You never know. Um, awesome. Well, and so I'm really appreciate you guys joining me. This was uh, an experience to get through the echo in the first 10 minutes. So I appreciate you sitting by. Um, Talk about when's your you have a game coming up. You're open your conference slate this weekend, right? Talk about when's that when that game is. Yeah, we're going to St. John's this weekend. Um, they're in New York. We play them on Sunday afternoon. So um, first, it's obviously our biggest opener. Um, so we're super excited about it. Really looking forward to it. Awesome. They're good. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try and catch some games. I know if you go to the DePaul um, women's soccer schedule, you can find, you know, a lot of different ways you can watch games depending on where they're being broadcast. So that's a really cool thing um, that you're able to see that. And speaking, just the last question on DePaul, do you guys, can you tell me what a blue demon is? That's your mascot, right? (laughs) Yes. Honestly, I don't even know how to describe our blue demon. No, I mean, it's <laughs> our mascot. Our mascot's name is Dibs. Yeah. What? Dibs? Mm-hmm. He's like, a, he's, he wears blue and he has like little devil horns. Um, and he, I don't know, he kind of just looks like an animal. <laughs> like, he doesn't really look, I, it's kind of hard to like have a costume of a blue demon, yeah. but. Yeah. Yeah. I was I wondering. Question. I honestly couldn't tell I'm you not exactly. Quite sure. Well, it's like, you know, when I'm sure you all played Maple Grove in high school and they're the Crimson and it's just kind of like a concept, you know, it's like, you, yeah, you know. concept. Definitely. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you so much. We got Morgan Turner and Megan Maleka, a couple of the standouts from DePaul joined us this week. Really appreciate you guys joining us and uh, we'll see you all soon. Thanks so thank much for having you. us. Thanks so much.